welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. He said, lift your right hand and speak to the Spirit of the Lord, that God speak to me. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice in the voice of my pastor. I want to hear your voice as the message is being preached in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. Let your word resound in my ears. Lebagaze brogo zavahatas, marado se braga dabaha, lienda lebeshadabahaya. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for what you are going to speak to us. Arrest us in the path of unrighteousness and bring us back to the path of godliness. Break us. Areas we have protected and shielded away from your word. Lord, today, let it be the last day we had the capacity to shield our sins from you. Let your word expose ourselves to the light of God's word and plant in our heart a desire to pursue you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. I was wondering why the Hamatan decided to come this time when we were waiting for it in December. <laughs> I'm sure the walls are destroying climate changes. But this morning I'm teaching on the subject the dangers of ungodliness. The dangers of ungodliness. The dangers of ungodliness. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to 14 a soft version. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to 14. Let's go. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to 14. Listen to the scripture is preaching itself. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in sin? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? Verse 4. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And Jesus as Christ, Jesus or just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. Verses. We know that 
our old sinful selves, our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. Verse 9, we are sure of this because, because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. Verse number 10. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. Christ is not going to die again. He died once and he broke the power of sin over us. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. Verse 11. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way you live. Tell somebody, do not let sin control the way you live. Oh, tell the person, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Tell somebody, use your whole body to do what is right. Tell yourself, I will use my own body to do what is right. Say it again. I will use my own body to do what is right. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirement of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Hallelujah. May you live in the freedom of God's grace and may sin not imprison you. Even as a Christian, you can allow yourself for sin to imprison you. So though you are a Christian, you are crippled, you are stagnated, you are destroyed, you are, you are tormented by the art of your sin. May your conscience be free of the art of sin. Now, it is very costly when we choose to walk the path of ungodliness. Ungodliness will cost you. Ungodliness will take away your strength. Ungodliness will cause you pain. There are many of us who are walking in so much pain because ungodliness overtook us at a certain point in our lives. There are things that you will deny yourself of if you continue in walking in ungodliness. There is a place in God that you will never experience if you continue as a righteous man committing and sinning in particular sins. It, it is it's like a white shirt with dirty spots. It will never be bought in the market. I bought a t-shirt and today when I was ironing the t-shirt, 
I realized there were two little holes at the top here. It is new. I bought it, but I never wore it. I folded it down. I returned it to the seller. That is how it is. Is it not still a shirt? Didn't it cost the same amount? But why didn't I choose it? Because it is not worthy for me to wear. God is looking for people that he can trust with heavenly blessings. That he can walk with. And people who will, who will exhibit the nature of God. And as much as he has purchased us with his blood, we are his first choice. But when he wants to use you, it's just like a jar. A jar, it was bought to be used for tea. Yes or no? But when you realize there's a crack in the jar, as much as you bought it and it is yours, you are a child of God, God cannot use you because your vessel is dirty. Are you here? So the call on us to walk in godliness is not like a high price. When you compare what Jesus did for us, the call to walk in godliness is our response of honor to what he has done. It's us saying, God, we thank you for purchasing us with the blood. And I pray that at the end of this teaching, something will be stirred up in your heart to live for the glory of the Lord Jesus. In the first service, I talked about the blessings of godliness. If you didn't follow it when you go home, go and listen to it and soak it. It will bring you to a place of blessing. There are godly and ungodly people in the church. There are godly and ungodly people in our world. And guess what? God knows each of them. God knows the godly and God knows the ungodly. God is all knowledge. God is all knowing. So in the midst of his people, he knows those he can walk to and say, Noah, build an ark. He walked to Noah because he knew Noah. He knew Noah would not say no. He knew that Noah would accept the call. God knows the godly and the ungodly. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 6. God knows the godly and ungodly. A soft version, good. All the joys of those who do not follow the counsel or the advice of the wicked. Or stand around with sinners. Or join in with mockers. Verse 2. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Three. They are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves neither wither, and they prosper in all they do. Listen, godliness will give you prosperity. Godliness will give you prosperity. When you walk in godliness, you put God in motion. That is it. When a man walks in godliness, he has put God in motion. When a woman walks in godliness, he has put God first. He is portraying God first so that his righteousness, your righteousness will be in the righteousness of God. When you hide in sin, you hide yourself from the glory of God. When you take cover under sin, you have taken cover outside the glory of God. Because where there is no sin, the glory of the Lord is magnified. Where there is sin, shame 
is magnified. I pray that something will enter into somebody. If I even get one person that catches this, God is going to use you as a template to produce more of your kind. May your generation be blessed from your godly life. Your amen should be strong. Tell somebody, tap the person, you must live a holy life. You must live a godly life. It is our God here. Say it is our God here. And you must live a godly life. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. There is a deep call from the Lord. God is doing a very deep call because the complexity of sin is that sin is from the flesh. Okay. You cannot resist the flesh. So Paul says that you should kill the flesh. The desires of the flesh must die. Because when you follow the desires of the flesh, you see, as you are sitting here, something is telling you, if you get wache, you eat. If you get wache, you eat. <laughs> something is telling you that if you get banquet, tilapia, you eat. Banquet, tilapia, you eat. Something is telling you like, just get up and stretch. Something is also telling you that, hey, tomorrow, the files you couldn't finish in the office, like the email you are expecting. So whilst you are sitting here, there are many transmission of information going on in your flesh. If you follow them, you will destroy yourself. There is one voice you must follow, and that is the voice of the word of the Lord. When you follow the desires of the flesh, you will do very, very, very wicked things. You cannot stand to defend it. You cannot. That is how disgraceful sin is. So you are in the docket, or you are in the, in the how do you call it, in the court? In the docket. As a righteous man, but you, you are faced with sin to defend. And that is shame. You see, at the end of when you say you are a Christian, it is not just about morality. It is about a stance for God. That's it. It's not about morality. Morality is taught by culture. But in righteousness, we begin to... God is a moral God. God is not immoral. God is moral. So as much as we are following God, one of your desires is that as you continue to serve the Lord, as you continue to come to church, as you continue to stay in prayer, as you continue to remain a child of God, something should be molding in you. And that is a moral life approved by God. You cannot give your heart to the Lord when you have not given your body to the Lord. Where is your heart? Talk to me. Where is your heart? It's in your body. So it's like, I'm a Christian, but what I do is not the matter of God. Your body, your, your bo give me Romans chapter 12 verse 1. May the fire of godliness pass through our bodies this morning. Yeah. He said, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies, your bodies, not your spirits, your bodies, your bodies, give your bodies to God. Tell someone, give your bodies to God. Oh, say, my party, give your body to God. Say, my dear, give your body to God. And not to immorality. And not to betting. Most of the time, people follow the football because of betting. 
Yeah, when they get angry, why didn't this go? Why they, it's just because they've better. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you think, oh, the person, what's your hobby? Football or what? It's, it's because of he, he has been better. <laughs> he has been better. He said, give your bodies to God, not to better. Because he said, your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Having God done. Hasn't God done so much for you? Don't you think God deserves your body? Maybe your boyfriend, he just bought you a common iPhone and you have given your whole body he didn't create to him. He just bought you a wig. Eh? And you gave your whole body. You can't even manufacture one hair. But you collected your hair, your body, your ears, your legs and gave it to him. And God has done so much. And he said, give Give, give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice. The kind he will find acceptable. It means there are some that he will not find acceptable. Listen to me. God is particular. God is intentional. He will not throw you away, but he will not take you serious. God will never throw you away. Get that. But he will never take you serious. If Caleb went to Joshua and said, give me this mountain, and Joshua knew that this guy has not followed, because it was Caleb and Joshua that brought the good news, the good report from the promised land. So Joshua knew, God knew that Caleb can still take the thing. When you don't live a godly life, eh, Heaven will not take you serious. You know, like, let's say, I take powers comes, I want to go and fight uh, Anthony Joshua. So Ghana should back him and go and fight. He's going to fight who? Anthony Joshua. We will sleep. <laughs> he, will not take, he will not take you serious. You see, there are people that God doesn't take serious. Yes. So he will not pour oil on your head. When God was looking for a leader... David, God took him serious because if you check the CV of David, you see that this man has gone through things with God. When you walk with God, it doesn't mean you won't err. But when you err, we wait to see how you react. That is what tells us who you are. If you truly love God, you will not remain there. Are you here with me? It must be a beautiful thing said that this man or this woman is a Christian. Christianity is not in your pious face. Like the way most of you have done your face right now, it's like there is no wicked person amongst us. It's like there is no jealous person. It's like, Charlie, your faces are angelic. Even as I'm preaching, I'm wondering why I'm preaching this message to you. It's like I'm preaching to angels. Christianity is not in the face. Because somebody can look very beautiful, but it's a killer. They are detectives. There's a, a, a level of detective work in US and in foreign countries that they choose only beautiful girls. Beautiful girls, and they train them for it. Yeah. They train them. Even the devil does it. So maybe I'm here, I'm preaching. The devil can send someone into the church for three years 
just for me. Yeah. Three years or seven years you've been in the church, normal member. After three years, become a, a worker. Then like, like, or is on assignment. Okay, so in, in the forest, they have women on assignment. And they are detectives. They are killers. They can fight killers. They can, they can defend themselves. And they are professionals. So like a professor or a medical doctor. But he's a detective. Trained. How to befriend people. How to... Some of you in your community, they've surveyed you already. <laughs> but you will know. And the person is very close to you. But you will never know. That is why you must be discreet and wise. Tell somebody to be discreet and wise. Yeah. So sometimes, God, when you look at the people God used in the Bible, He was intentional. He was intentional. He didn't just choose anybody. So look at Moses. Moses had to be separated. I pray that this message touches. If you want to be great, listen to this message. Yeah, I'm beginning the year with this. Next week, I'm not preaching on this. I'm changing it. But I'm beginning with it for you. Moses had, God had a calling. God had a destiny for um, Moses. That is why sometimes people argue that destiny changer, you are my destiny. If you are a Christian already and you sing that song, there's a little problem because your destiny won't change with God. Your destiny won't change. But if you are an unbeliever and you sing it, so it's all to when you sing it in church, maybe there's an unbeliever in the church to bless them. But if you you realize that this is the message. Get closer to God. He will show you the destiny he has given to you. Because God will never give birth to a useless child. Every child he saves, he gives a precious destiny. So Moses had to become the savior of Israel, deliverer. But he was too comfortable in Pharaoh's house. He was the next of king, kind of, after Pharaoh. He was going to be the next Pharaoh. He was just there, very powerful, educated, had all the qualifications. If I start me, he had over 41, he was knowledgeable in 41 disciplines of society. Architect, military, doctor, and God wanted to use him. And God had to, something must leave Moses. Moses must forget a lot of the things he has learned in Pharaoh's house. He must forfeit the comfort, the pleasure. Do you know what it means to be Pharaoh's nurse, nurse in command? The most, it's like the deputy, deputy in America. Hello? Powerful! God said, leave the palace and go into the bush, will you? I'm asking you. If you don't have the spirit of godliness, and the attitude that it is God for whose reason I'm alive. It's God for which reason I am existing. It's not because of my job. It's not because of my marriage. It's not because even of my children. God first. The rest follows. You will stay in Potiphar's house. And then if, I'm, if I stay and the Israelites, they get another leader. Who cares? Are you here? It's like if he had stayed, he would have been Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh would have died in the Red Sea. And he would continue to be king. He would become king of Egypt. But he realized that 
he had to identify with the sufferings of the Israelites. If this generation, we have God, we shouldn't let God suspend the anointing and give it to the next. God is looking for people who will keep their vessels and love him in any way he demands. And may that person be you. I said, may that person be you. As I'm preaching, there are some of you, you have to review your perspective about your work with God. You have to review. There are attitudes that you have built over the years that is ungodly. Don't keep it until it becomes the trap to bring you down. Don't keep it. Don't celebrate weakness. Let your strength be embedded in the word and ask God that, God, I want a godly life to flow out of my life. It pays. Oh, pastor, we have done it and nothing is happening. Are you sure? Just take out all that you have done for God and all that you think you have done for God out of your life and see what will be remaining. Hello? If you think that you followed God and maybe you wanted a car and God has not given you for 15 years, for 20 years, okay, take God, all that God has done for you, eh? take it out of your life and see what will be left. You will realize that, hey, we like if you didn't follow God. Some of you, you are here, your mates, some of them have four children. Eh? Four children with our husband. Are you, are, you, are you here with me? It's God that has brought you. Some of you, your friends, are into drug addiction. But somewhere, somehow, you are here sin. Let us not take these things for granted. And there is more God wants to do with us. There is more. There is more God can do for us if we give our lives to him. There are dangers you are walking in that God wants to save you, young man and young woman. There are dangers. Listen, curses, curses are there. Calamities that are provoked by curses are there. I'm going to show you, you see, when God's wrath is against ungodliness. Hello, are you here? God's wrath is against ungodliness. And this is where we must be on God's side. Say, I'll be on God's side. Oh, say, I'll be on God's side. I know you don't like the message, but I'll keep preaching. I'll be on God's side. Yeah. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. I like that one. The old King James will say appearance. But this one say anything. It didn't even say run from youthful lust. Anything that stimulates. Do you know the meaning of st uh, stimulation? Something that sets into motion. So that kind of long hacks. <laughs> that kind of whatsapping after 11 p.m.
Can we go and sit at the beach? Eight PM. Them like ha. What are you going to say then? That you can't say now. Are we going to read the Old Testament there? What he said? Anything that stimulates. That is it. Anything. Anything is anything. You see, when you pray to God and bring requests, I want to live for you. I want to love you more. I want to know God more. Most of you, eh, that was your request. That's why I started with godliness. I saw your genuine need and I'm preaching godliness to you. <laughs> How many of you don't want to know God? It's your prayer request. So I'm preaching based on your prayer request. It's not me, you. You say you want to get closer to God and this is it. Yeah. Anything that stimulates. Anything that stimulates. Social media. It's, it is like a non-stop. And you cannot stop going on social media too because the world is on social media. But the things you watch, you start receiving them in chains. If you start watching X-rated things, you realize that anytime you go on your homepage, you see them coming. So if I take your social media handle on your phone and I go on your homepage, I will know what type of person you are. Yes, I will know. And the kind of people who are tagging you with what on your page, I will know who you are. What, whether you wear cassock in church, whether you, wear, you hold Moses' rod and when I come on your home page and I see your friend has gone to a nightclub and tagged you and gone here and tagged you, every time you alone they are tagging you with R&B ah, there's a problem with you there's a problem there's a problem with your life you are living as a Christian please are you here he said run away he didn't say walk Run away. Tell somebody, run away. Yeah. Run away from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, so there's cause and effect. First service. There is cause. Instead of being in the midst of things that stimulate. Hey. Hey, Pastor, alcohol. They've not said alcohol is bad. Say run away. Alcohol, anytime alcohol is being celebrated, immorality follows. Are you, are you here? Then he said, instead, pursue righteous living. It's in the Bible, New Testament. Paul is speaking to Timothy, young Timothy. Paul is saying, pursue living righteously. Why is it that this generation? We don't want to hear such messages. It's like 21 ways to make financial prosperity quicker, faster, and one time. <laughs> one time quick. 21 ways. Number one, when you receive your money, divide it into 10. Number two, make sure that you are smart, you are wise, and you are quick. 
You have heard those messages. You still ask for one Ghana. The true riches of the Lord is when we live in righteousness, faithfulness. These are the things we should live for. And the true Christian life will be so magnified on the lands of the nations. Living a righteous life. Being faithful to the Lord. Love and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the name of the Lord. Love Christians. Enjoy Christians. Every Christian has a problem, but enjoy. The Bible says, enjoy your church members. Enjoy the church. Somebody may not be like you. It doesn't mean that the person is evil. Somebody may be talkative. You don't like talking. Fine. Thank you, mister. I don't like talking. But me, God made me to talk. Allow me to talk. It's the same way with marriage. One will be a talkative. That's how it always is. Every good marriage is like that. All of them are not talkative. One is more aggressive and one is calmer. The aggressive can do many things that the calmer one cannot do. The calmer one will be ferenium, but the aggressive one will just go and get it and bring it. God says that enjoy the company of those who call on the Lord with a pure heart. Let me go on now. Romans chapter 1 verse 18. I just, I'm just using the scripture so that nobody will go and say I'm preaching tradition. It's scripture. And all of them are in New Testament. He said, Romans chapter 1 verse 18. He said, but God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked <laughs> Hello, please, are you here? Let's read it together. So you say, I'm putting my words in. One, two, go. No, 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 no. If I ask you to have read a place where prosperity was, your voice will be louder. One, two, go. Let's go. Give us a TLB and look at how it is. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful evil men who push away the truth from them. Please, are you pushing away the truth from God? Don't let the anger of God come against you. This year, you have to walk in the mercy of God. Don't provoke God's anger by pushing. That means they know the truth, but they push it away. That is ungodliness. When you have decided to become ungodly in your life, irrespective of all that God is teaching you and directing you, and God is using different kinds of people to speak to you, and still you continue, at a point you won't hear any voice again. <laughs> and when you get to that point, it is dangerous. It is better that when you are doing it, God is talking. Stop, could you stop? Could you stop? Don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, jump, don't jump, don't that. It's good. But immediately you get there is a realm in your walk with God that He keeps quiet on you. And that realm is not good. 
So there are things some of us are going through. It's not the devil. It's us. The day we leave the devil alone and we start fixing ourselves, we will realize that all the things we thought the devil was doing, it was actually us who, had, who gave him the license to operate on our behalf. Now, do you know KFC? You know KFC is not a Ghana company. Hello? They have the franchise, like a license, to operate on behalf. Now, listen. Everywhere you see KFC in Ghana or Africa, they are using what we call franchise or even Coca-Cola. That's a KFC. Let me keep to KFC. And even chicken in and all that. And then uh, what again? What again? What? Mawaku. Yeah, to coin kakra, why? You keep quiet. <laughs> you won't keep quiet and be your usher. D, let's close. Ma, ma, ma now, when you heard it, you thought it was foreign. How? Mawaku. So, <laughs> I would have kept quiet too. So, <laughs> at the shop, right? Shop, right? Let me continue. So, KFC is operating with a franchise from the mother company in US. Okay, If the mother company takes the license, wherever you go and eat KFC, they cannot cook KFC again. It's done. The day you will stop thinking, my parents are not rich, we are from a very difficult home. We are, we are, we are like there's, there's nothing to support anybody. We are hustling and all that you want is money. And you begin to fix yourself in this message I'm preaching. You realize that a lot of the things you thought the devil was doing, he had no power to do it, but you gave him the license. Now, the dangers of ungodliness. <laughs> number one I'm going to run through because of time but I've given you a very good foundation run away from anything that stimulates ungodliness number one ungodliness blocks access to having answered prayers ungodliness will block the answers to your prayers Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 to 3. Ungodliness will block answers to your prayers. He said, listen now, the Lord isn't too weak to save you. And he isn't getting death. He can hear you when you call. But the truth is that your sins have cut you off from God. Because of sin, he has turned his face against, away from you. And will not listen anymore. Verse 3. For your hands are those, for your hands are those of mattress, and your fingers are filthy with sin. You lie and grumble and oppose the good. Ungodliness can delay your prayers, it can block access to your prayers. Number two, ungodliness blocks access to revelation. Revelation. 
you will be dry of the knowledge of God. Revelation. You need revelation to live. Galatians chapter 2 verse 2. Paul said that I went up by revelation. Your upward movement in life, your quick movement, your successful maneuvering in life is based on the revelation you are walking in. Your decisions will be bet out of your revelations with God. The more fresh your revelation with God, the more the decisions that leads to success. A man who walks in ungodliness will not will not have revelation. You can come to church many times and never see this God and never experience this father because it is his holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty who was, who is and is to come. If you want to have revelations from God, we must see God in the light of godliness. Amen. Number three. Okay, let's look at 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. He said, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So if you want to receive more, you must know more of God. The more you have revelations of God, the more you receive more of life. You will be the one to receive more revelations this year. In the name of Jesus. You see, you will not come to a point and say, I don't know what to do. Most of you, when they ask you, what is your next step? I don't know. I'm stuck. You cannot be stuck if the life of godliness is flowing in your life. Yeah. The life of godliness. Number three. You see, one time there was a, there was a lady. They said she went to steal. And the person cursed her with a shrine. And she got a boil for three months or so. It's a long time I saw that lady. Where is she? Have to, we have to look for her. And they said it was a curse. And it would not go. Took every medicine. So one time I was in church and her name came to my mind. I said, ah, where is this lady? Then they said, oh, she's home because of this and this and that. I said, take this anointing oil and go and give it to her to apply. The thing disappeared. Yes. You, your life will remain in bondage if you continue to entertain ungodliness around your life. If you continue to entertain ungodliness, you will be stranded in life because you will not know what to do. What to do? It is in how you know God. When Elijah came to a point and wanted to die, God sent him away and he knew what to do to come out from that place. I pray that the value of godliness will be so much a treasure to you that you walk away from ungodliness in the name of Jesus. There are so many husbands who are Christians who have three girlfriends apart from their wives. And they are Christians. They speak in tongues. They do this. They do that. There are wives who have two other men who supply this and supply that and supply passion to them. They are Christian sisters. Pray hard. They have five different boyfriends. And you think it's normal. It's not. God 
God is not pleased with it. It's not. It's not the normal Christian life. When righteousness reigns in our heart, we love God more. And when we love God more, God is placed in a position to show himself strong on our behalf. Now men have become Jezebels, not only women. When you say Jezebel, it's not just a man. It's not just a woman. Men. And we are Christians. What should unbelievers do? Are you here? Yeah. It's not the best. Some of you, as you are here, Christ, somebody is calling you. Somebody is WhatsApping you. There's an unfinished business before 6 p.m. today. What are you going to do as a Christian? Going to pay the hotel room. Why can't I own ponder? So he thought you do first service and come. Yeah. <laughs> May you not be a casualty of ungodliness. May the Lord help you to come out of this. Number three, ungodliness impedes access to fresh oil. Fresh oil. One of the dangers. One of the dangers of ungodliness is when you seem to be spiritual and you are walking in ungodliness, you can never part ways with it. Because the thing becomes familiar with you. And if you are prayerful, you must be careful. Hey, Pastor, if I'm prayerful too, that's one, that, that, that one cries worse. If you like fasting, and those of us who serve the Lord, Ebeye will say, you know, that thing will be like, uh, like when you, have you gone to the beach to swim before? And you thought you were at a safe place. Sometimes when you're going to baptize people, how many of you are not baptized? If you're not baptized, let me see. Let me see your hand. I see one. They've not baptized you, not the sprinkling. Let me see. Okay, you are all baptized. We have only one, two, three. Sometimes when we go baptizing, at a point we are standing at a very solid rock or solid surface. But gradually, <laughs> you see that we are getting deep. Then we have to come back. That is how ungodliness happens to a spiritual brother or sister. You can be on fire for God and be on fire with ungodliness. That is why I said, run away from what? Anything that stimulates. Fresh oil is a function of a godly life. It's so interesting how we try to run away from sin in the world and only to land in the church. Bang! Then they, it embraces you. <laughs> it, 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 it's like even in the church, eh, the, the offers are even more. <laughs> I, I know what I'm talking about. The offers, eh, they are more. By the time you swerve one, you are run. Oh, my brother. He said, oh, you come, come. I have and then you swerve. You go to another brother. He said, hey. 
when we focus on things that don't take us to heaven, this is what happens. When you focus on how your wig is fresh, like when you come into church, what is your desire? When I'm coming to church, I'm like, God, let what I preach impact the people. When you are coming to church, what, what are you going to, why are you listening to the word? Are you just listening and living it? But what are you going to do with the word? The word is a knife. Take the knife and cut off things that must live your life. You won't die without that guy. You won't. You'll be better. You'll be better. You will not die without that person's wife. You will not die without that person's husband. You will be fine. But you will not be fine if you remain there. You will not. Because they're prayers. Oh, you can clap. You can clap. You see, you are not clapping. It's like, it's like the thing is to a pastor, Yenian Pong. If I see your face telling me Yenian Pong, I will add one hour. Many songs, then you won't sing them. Creating me a clean heart and purify me. Creating me a clean heart so I may worship. Cast me not, cast me not away. Listen, do you know why sometimes when you are calling some of your people, they off their phones? They are ungodly. Yeah. Yes, it's ungodliness. It's like, it's like you're a doctor. It's like you're a doctor. And they are calling you, there's a patient dying. Then you off the phone and put it somewhere. You are wicked. You pushed away the truth by wickedness. You see, it's not the act. It's about the seed. And when the seed is in you, it shows everywhere. It shows, you even more treat your wife because you are wicked ungodly. It's not just about not sleeping with someone. Ungodliness is beyond that. That is the least. So if you are fighting with that one, you are late cry. Hurry up and come. It's bigger. It's bigger. Ungodliness leads to on ingratitude yeah. on God that leads to rebellion so it's not just like uh, but you see the sexual sin is like 70% yeah. and that is what is killing this generation there is no core of a deep walk with God entertainment is too much and the fun is too much it's like we are having a fun fair and not a fire 
refining. So Christians are not strong. Christian marriages are weak because our hearts are wicked. See how husbands treat their wives. Wives treat their husbands. You are wondering, where is Christ? Where, which, why did they bring their marriage to the altar? They would have taken it to the bush and gotten some elder man in your family. But the church must represent the place where love is flowing. How many of you don't want to marry very good people? You all want to marry very godly. I want a God-fearing man. From where? <laughs> where are we going to produce them from this atmosphere? <laughs> when I see the God-fearing, I'm, I'm laughing. I say, so the request you put, you yourself, are you God-fearing? You see, this is how I've been preaching for 12 years. So when I preach, some of them get angry. But when you go, even if you go for one year, you, you will find out that this is the message you need to continue to love God. You will come back. Yeah. I'm not afraid at all. I've been preaching like this for 12 years. If God was not in it, all of you would have left. Because the thing is scarce on the altar now. And you see that sometimes you go far and now you are graduating into high things. You're like, hey, I started small, small like this. Now I'm doing, like, you are going far. You are going like 100 meters. My sister, stop. Just, just pause. All the hotels in town. What time? How did you know? Did you study hotel management? You are doing attachment. How, how did you know? <laughs> Even those who studied hotel management, they did attachment at one place. As for you, you know all the guest house, family house, one, one, one house. It's time to turn back to the Lord. Tell someone it's time to turn out, to turn back to the Lord. Thought you would clap. The place is hot. We have to have to try and end. The spirit to spirit service is very, it's a flow service. We have to. Look, there's a difference between a godly singer and an ungodly and ungodly singer. There's a big difference between a godly intercessor. There's weight. There is weight. There's a difference between a godly pastor and an ungodly pastor. A pastor can be ungodly. Ungodly. A pastor can be. It's not a title. A very reverend bishop, archbishop, a terrible bishop. The proof of our Christianity is a godly life. You see, in the quest of achieving things, let's be careful, even as a church. Even as a church. That's why sometimes you see that the building is still like that after one year. A lot goes into human development. If there's an earthquake right now, everything is gone. 
but this building was made a, a quick prune. It has two foundations down here. Very solid. Two, not one, two. And they are held together. Because we factored earth trembles and earthquakes. So it, unless the thing is a wild one. Even that we human beings, look at what we thought of. How much God. The life of the Christian must be grounded well. Yeah. It is. As for, I told you people last, late last year that God showed me, a, showed me a revelation and I'm seeing it in the course of the year. How many times haven't you read just this year, young girls being killed? Yeah. To you, these young girls that like, what, what do you call the business now? Instead of prostitution, what do they call it? Eh? Hook up. They are truly going to hook you down. I saw in the revelation many young girls used for money rituals this year. I told you, I put it on my status. Many. And this year alone, check the news. It's, it's going to be more. Because the devil wants blood. And listen, you can be a Christian and they will use you. Because you didn't live a godly life. Maybe you go to heaven. I don't know. I'm not the judge, so I leave it for him to judge. But what it means is that you'd have lost out on destiny. I'm preaching. Let me say the last thing. And I go. So that I may worship you. So that I may the spirit to spirit service is to make you. It's not like the first service. It's a message to make us. Yeah. That when we, in the processes of God, there will be products coming out of the power of his word. The more you get to know the word, the more you become a better wife. The more you become godly, the more you become a better husband. Godliness will not make you a wicked husband. Yeah. That's why I don't preach about marriage so much because there's no amount of romantic lessons you give to human beings that will listen. They will listen, they will clap, they will go and practice it one day and they are gone. When their heart is wicked, when their heart is wicked, ha! No matter how their face is, the person is wicked. Yeah. I pray that the spirit of godliness will capture our hearts, young generation. And I repeat, there's no need of you going for a pool party as a Christian. Yes. It is something. It's gory. It's nasty. When you put the filter of righteousness to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, pastor, so can't we swim? Go and swim. At not a pool party with other groups. And then you are doing things inside. You say it's fun. It's not. There are other ways you can also go and swim alone. I don't like water, so I made my children learn how to swim. So the last one can swim. They can all swim. I mean, when I go, I just stand at the edge. I hold the thing very hard. <laughs> 
I know where I'm coming from. So I'll just be putting my leg in the water. But the last one can swim, second one can swim, first one can swim. They can swim competitively. They can swim with for competition. They can do styles. Me, when I stand in the water, I hold it in. I'm afraid. They can swim. Can go and watch football. Nothing restricts you from any fan that does not stimulate. The clap is not even strong. I like. Psalm 45, verse 6 to 7. I think I have to land now. You can enjoy the second service than the first. The first service is too rich. You can't even move from the pulpit. <laughs> Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter, a scepter of justice. You love, so you tell me, 419, when you do it and get money, it's God that gave you. God is God of justice. Don't, 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 don't. Let's, let us know. If you bring the money, we we'll there, we don't know. We we'll use it for the kingdom. We will sanctify it and do some things on it and make sure. But you can't be doing 419 and hook up and used to pay your fees or used to buy a house or rent a house and say it's a breakthrough. Where from it? It's not in the annals of the Holy Spirit. That is why you can go, like, because of this, you will go to the extent that a prophet will tell you, you are not marrying because a spiritual crocodile slept with you. So he has to sleep with you to neutralize. So come at 11 p.m. as so so and so and because the seed of ungodliness has not died in your flesh and your quest to have what you want you will go yes you can enter a church and intercessor is sleeping with people If you are saying, I'm more bearers, can be sleeping with people. It's a serious matter. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Quaristers, I'm coming to you. Let me wear my hat. It has become critical. There is a place in God that he can make you love him. That's why we don't cry in worship again. That cry doesn't just come. It comes when your spirit is having a romance with God's spirit. Our brokenness to God is, we are not broken again. Yeah, yeah. We have become a sin in God's presence. Like, God is moving, but it's not moving. We are, we are not, God is moving. The whole God is moving, but we are not moving. Our heart. Our heart. So, we, we, we want to be 
prophesy to, we want to be manipulated. We want, we don't want anything that involves us. I prophesy. But you see, this is not why we came to church. This is why we came to church. To teach you the word. Because these ones are sideways. But the main thing is that we develop in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to see power, come for miracle hour. Prophecy will lay hands, oil, wine. How many of you were here on Friday? Ah, I didn't want to close. But you see, those things, excuse me to say, magicians can do it. Yes. How will you know that the person is not a magician? I follow him. He's teaching for a long time. If your heart is clean, God will show you something. If I'm a fake pastor and you have followed me for 12 years and you don't know, then you too, you are fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is why you cannot see not seeing well. May the Lord help us to walk with him in beauty and in honesty. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, I did only three. I had 11. This double service thing is a problem. Let me do the last one. Ungodliness produces fear. Ungodliness produces fear. There are some of you who live in fear not because you have some demonic, like, it's because of the life you are living. It's so be cultural. There are some of you who even think that you have an STD, you have HIV. You're afraid. You can't even go and test. <laughs> yeah. Some of you have children that we don't know. It's like, this will put you in fear. Like your money doesn't reach you because you have a family in a table. Yes. Like only you every day, your wife is saying that you don't have money. Meanwhile, you are working. You don't buy her dress, you don't buy her this, you don't buy her shoes, you don't buy her this, you don't when things are spot in the house, you are just there. Within your wife to do that. The day the news comes out, sin will always put you in fear, ungodliness. When you do a dubious thing in the office, you are praying that for the next hundred years, nobody finds out. No auditor with before eyes. <laughs> but God will send that auditor. But auditors have a way of catching you. 
Yeah, they just follow the procedure. Then when they get it, they will still be laughing with you. Whilst they are auditing you, they are talking to you. Ah, so what happened? Ah, oh, okay. So next time, make sure it is there. You think they won't write. They are going to write a technical word. What you want to throw a letter? Query you. Explain why invoice, so-so and so to invoice, so-so and so cannot be found. And one thing, I don't know how God has done it. When you curse an auditor, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh yes, like auditors would have died by now. When you curse an auditor, it doesn't work. Proverbs 28.1 I have to end. I wish I was preaching for five hours. I taught you a lot of things. The wicked run away when no one is chasing him. <laughs> Running away, nobody tired. Every day, it's like you can't sleep. <laughs> it's like ungodliness will cause you to be panicking. If you see small cockroach, Jesus! Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yak. Like you have put on your dress and then you put your hand over and a little lizard is inside. It's like <laughs> your soul will leave your body and leave your hands inside. <laughs> Fear. And he said, but the godly are as bold as a lion. When you meet people that they cannot look into your face, there's a suspicion. When your close friend suddenly cannot look into your face, or count on myself. We do bonnet. I And your close friend cannot be comfortable around you again. There is a problem. And sometimes some of you, when you go and chop bad and you see me passing here, then you pass it. When you see me looking at you, then you turn your face as if you righteous, the godly be as bold as a lion. And if you are ungodly and you are as bold as a lion, the devil just made you his deputy. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to rise up on your feet. For there is a call up your two hands and pray. I don't know what you want to pray on, but just pray. If you want to kneel down, just, just be personal with God. We are praying for five minutes. Just pray to God. Just pray to God. Lift your voice and pray to God. Some of us must repent today. Speak to God. Don't take it for granted. Just pray. You may not hear this message for the rest of the year. 
take advantage of what you've heard and pray. Let it be a deep prayer. The life of the Spirit comes alive in Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. A change in direction. A change in heart. A change in heart. A change in heart. In the God year, there will be a change in heart. Pray, pray by the Spirit, pray, mortify the deeds of the flesh. The Lord heal every damage in your body. The Lord heal every damage in your brains. The Lord heal every damage in your conscience. Let there be a washing with the blood. Let there be a cleansing with the blood. You are the only one who died for me. Give your life to set me free. So I
You see, hearts are returning to the Lord. So I lift my voice to you in adoration. Father, we are message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.